Welcome to our eighth episode in our Bandcast. Culture, the DNA of your brand. If you are new to the BAMcast, then welcome. But if you have been following this series, I'm sure you're starting to get used to the rhythm and deconstructing process by now. It's amazing how many words we use in the business and branding world that we've never actually given much thought to before. They've just become buzzwords that get thrown around to sound knowledgeable without any consideration for what they really mean and whether we are using them properly. For example, this month, we are starting to target our thinking around the impact of brand culture, specifically your brand culture. Go figure. Culture is one of those words we use without really thinking about what it really means. Before we deconstruct what brand culture is, let me give you a brief introduction to our BAMcast. BAMcast is a monthly podcast dedicated to aligning your brand, audience, and message. All resources, support, and topics will be organized around brand alignment to give you the confidence and clarity about the right path for your brand's vision. I am Joel Kelly, co-founder of BAM Align, BAM Academy, and the BAM Fam. I strongly believe in the philosophy of give someone a fish, they will eat for a day. Teach someone to fish, and they'll eat for a lifetime. I've spent 20 plus years transforming brands and educating business owners on how to excel and align their message in the marketplace. I want to teach you the lessons I've learned from my successes and failures and share the wisdom I've gained along the way. I didn't follow my passion. I followed the opportunity which led to my passion. If you want to build a legacy and live a life you've always dreamed of, but just need a little guidance to get there, I'm here to help. This month's topic is culture, the DNA of your brand. We'll be discussing three things during this podcast. Number one, what is the definition of culture and what impact does it have on our brand? Number two, the ways in which brand culture is misunderstood. Number three, how to create an aligned and unique culture that is right for your brand. Defining culture and the impact on your brand. To get a baseline for what we mean when we talk about culture, we should start at the dictionary definition to understand the original context. Culture. Culture defines as the customary beliefs, social forms, and material traits of racial, religious, or social group. Also, the characteristic features of everyday existence, such as the diversions or way of life, shared by people in a place or time. And the set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterizes an institution or organization, which more applies to brand. When it comes to brand, culture is everything. Culture shapes you as a person and defines everything you touch. Every one of us has an impact, and we change the culture around us as much as we allow it to shape who we are at our very core. Culture is the connective tissue that links everything together. The same goes for your brand culture. 
So what is brand culture? Brand culture is the way your brand's internal motives drives your company's external output to influence decisions your audience makes as a client. It's the difference between merely believing in a certain set of values and being able to effectively showcase those values in your messaging, your products, customer service, social media, and so much more. It is the atmosphere that reinforces your brand's vision and messaging. People feel culture deep in their unconscious. Brand culture defines your company's alignment or direction, not just in what you are selling, but how you are selling it. Without a cohesive culture, you risk launching something your audience will find weird or off-putting. You may end up hiring the wrong people to work your front desk or back warehouse. You may even end up working with or for clients who are more trouble than they're worth. Going deeper, the culture behind your brand is the greatest differentiator between you and your competition. Thousands of companies worldwide sell hamburgers, but no two do it in the same way. The ones you hear about all the time are the ones that have a strong brand culture. If you are in the USA, you will know that Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday, and their assembly line process for moving you quickly through the drive-thru is friendly and effective. You may not agree why they are closed on Sunday, but it's a part of their culture. As we look at these results, or fruit of these efforts, we can see that they have done very well for themselves in an established market. As you can see, a simple change in the normal expectation of business hours was enough to disrupt and differentiate themselves from their competition like Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, and pretty much anyone in the fast food industry. Culture informs everything from the advertising to the packaging, from how you order to the uniforms the employees wear, from how the cooks are trained to the kind of customers they attract or special ingredients in the sauce. All of this is defined and reinforced by brand culture. So how has brand culture been misunderstood? Like so many things, the idea of culture gets lost in the madness of buzzwords that surround every industry. Your brand culture isn't your list of employee perks or your Friday night office parties. Those might be part of your company culture, but the brand culture, when done right, is what drives every intrinsic element of your brand. Otherwise, things can go off the rails pretty quickly. Let's examine places like WeWork and Google, both companies that were famous for implementing co-working spaces. Unfortunately, these co-working spaces and innovative perks weren't actually enough for those companies to make big enough difference in their productivity of the workers. In the beginning, these companies gained a lot of attention for their fun and inventive workplaces, and many other companies followed suit, getting attention and praise for their creative job perks, but time told a different story. Even though it was what the workers said they wanted, it cost lots of money, and most of these perks ended up fading away into oblivion. In fact, some of the co-working spaces 
it created distractions from getting the work done and some say contributed to the entitlement in the workplace. WeWork had an impressive vision and some blamed the failure of the original CEO's handlings on the finances. But I think the truth started to make itself known and it was not what was needed and missed the whole point of incubating a co-working culture. On a side note, years ago, I heard a presentation on Google's open and close work schedule and how this way of work led to the expansive growth of Google's technology and service offerings. Since it followed the Pareto principle, it resonated with me, but I have not had anyone confirm the validity of this from the Google executives themselves. I would highly recommend you look into the open and close theory. It's quite fascinating, and there is more than what I've stated here. Briefly summarized, Google implemented a new format for the five-day work week that was dedicated to four workdays of supporting existing services and one day to experiment at the expense of Google. But the workers were free to explore whatever took their fancy. The catch was that Google would own the rights to anything they created. I get this may sound like the TV show called Silicon Valley, but when I heard this presentation, it was 2008, and the show didn't even come out until 2014, I believe. That being said, and back to what happened and applying to the open and close principle, gave the Google workers a deep sense of purpose and resonated at the core of who they were. This was genius, in my opinion. But as you can see, this genius wasn't the results of any perks. Having a well-defined brand culture doesn't necessarily mean you are a fun and quirky or putting out trendy content. Rather, it means there is consistency between who you are at the core and how you engage with your audience. An authentic brand culture doesn't necessarily mean you are creating messaging that works for the mainstream. It might mean you have haters and people who want to see you fail, and that probably means you're doing something right. Brand culture speaks to people who need to hear it the most, and in the end, your audience will thank you for it. Likewise, without an authentic brand culture, your audience might not know how to engage with you. Culture is the fiber that keeps the essence and substance of your brand together. Now, how do we create an aligned and unique culture that is right for your brand? Your brand culture keeps you focused on what you are offering to your customer. A well-defined culture helps you answer the tough questions about what direction you should take your company in the products you make, how you package them, who you hire, and who you do business with. If it's not a culture fit, it shouldn't happen. On a practical level, a brand culture can be a cost and resource saving measure and define whether the materials you use support 
your authentic value system. By knowing your brand's culture, you know what leads to follow, what products to make, how they should be packaged and delivered, and even the way you put together your social media posts and all of these things depend on culture. From a more holistic perspective, knowing your brand culture lets you attract and retain the kind of talent in your workforce who are ambitious and about your brand as you are. This means you will attract even more clients who are dedicated to working with you and growing your business. Brand culture isn't built in an afternoon, but you start growing it the day you first establish your brand. You also need to know that it can be tough to build out a brand culture, as you have to keep it at the good times and the bad. When we work with brands, either establishing new ones or overhauling ones that have already existed, we start with the same question. Who is your brand for and what does that audience look like? Without thinking about revenue, think about why you are in the business you are and who do you want to attract. There is a reason you set out to create your own company, launch your own products, and approach the market in your specific, unique manner. But understanding the right audience for your brand is key to the success. What is that reason? That you have a creative solution to an existing problem and your approach to solving it is as unique as you are. Knowing the internal driving points of your audience is what allows your audience to connect with you on an emotional level or a deeper emotional level. They feel that you understand their problem and your solution gives them hope. Starting from that reason and purpose, your culture is guided by these three ideas. Be authentically you. Trends are tempting. When a certain filter or song goes viral on social media, a wave of FOMO, fear of missing out, settles in, and you feel like you have to act or take advantage of all this exposure. Look at all those numbers and metrics. Should you do it? Well, does that make sense for your brand to do the Harlem Shake? Or would your audience shake their head in disbelief that you just jumped on another irrelevant trend? Your brand culture is what keeps you in your aligned range. Stay in your lane. Anyone can follow the crowds like lemmings off a cliff. Your brand is built to be different. Be authentically you, and you will stand apart from the rest. Consistency with your verbal, nonverbal messaging. A major part of the Big Bam process is the alignment of your vision and messaging. From how often you communicate with your audience to the type of language you should use to convey your message, consistency is everything. The same goes for the colors, image styles, and how often you update your product, services, and so on. In the life of your brand culture, consistency goes beyond just establishing a routine. It gives your audiences something to follow and the chance to let them go deep 
and to what your brand is all about. So many brands nowadays go for width versus depth. You can advertise to millions of people, but the people who connect with your brand culture are the ones who will want to go deep. Consistency is the shovel they use to get there. All you need to do is give them the space to dig or a foundation to build off of. Be human. A brand culture needs an avenue of connection, a way to link what you are doing on the inside to how you want to be received and used by your aligned audience on the outside. Furthermore, how you make the connection needs to make sense in the grander scheme of your brand culture. From the social channels you use to convey your message to how your product is delivered, your connection is the consistent, natural, and intrinsic way your audience finds you. Do you host in-person events, online seminars, one-on-one -on -one coaching? Is your product best delivered via surprise drop or a slow burn pre-release? One brand will differ from the next and your brand culture will define what these connections need, need feel like. Your culture creates an atmosphere to attract the right audience to your brand. It's felt deep at the core of the unconscious design. It cannot be faked or masked long-term. True intentions will always bleed through. So, be authentic, just be you, and don't try to copy someone else's success path. Be consistent with your nonverbal and verbal communications. Be human. Genuine connection resonates deeply with us humans. It's both chaos and order. Still feeling a bit out of alignment about your brand culture? As I said, it's not easy. The best thing you can do is to start developing your brand culture today and watch as it grows and makes changes in the landscape of your industry. With the Big Bam process, we help you define the foundational elements of your brand so that the culture has something to grow from. The better the foundation, the stronger and more unique the growth. However, a free place to start is our archetype alignment quiz that will help you determine your archetypal mix, which influences your unconscious design, where your culture stems from. All of this could start today. Are you up for it? That concludes this month's BAMcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can email clarity at bamaline.com with subject line, I would like to be a guest on your BAMcast. I strongly recommend that you start by understanding your brand archetypal mix, and we have a free quiz. Link will be in the description. You can also join our BAMFAM community dedicated to aligning your brand. We have a free alignment resources as well. Link will also be in the description. Finally, if you found yourself in need of guidance with your brand alignment, we have our BAM Academy and frameworks to help you with that. I would start with the Big BAM process. This is our brand strategy framework. I have led thousands of clients through, and we have a self-guided option as well.
Thanks again for listening and hope you can understand the importance of creating a brand culture that resonates with your right audience.